Oh, greetings our travelers. Welcome back to the end of the seven dice. Oh, it feels good. You know, I do get it. A third of the sky is gone. And yes, that probably means that something absolutely horrific happened over in the east. But it's just so nice to have a day where there's no cultists trying to get in here. Where there's no one trying to shatter a window. Where there's no one eating a mailbox. It's just nice. Wingover's just over there. Why don't you go over there and listen to the story? Greetings there, travelers. It's me, Wingover Gimbal, famous name Bad. I know you're all excited for today's story because today's story follows Ronnie O'Connell, our lovely half-elf bard who tends to get into quite a bit of mischief, if you ask me. Uh, uh, you know, I guess it, it kind of goes with the bardic ways, right? We always seem to end up in weird situations or, or we make weird friends and everyone's like, well, why are you talking to them? They're clearly a, a murderer or that's the bad guy. You can't fall in love with them. But yeah, it happens. It, it's just it's just the way things go. All right, travelers, before we get this kicked off, let me just pull over here this piece of fan mail. So this one is from Dave Cole. Five stars. Ballad is one of the podcasts you will love. Exclamation mark. Along with the main story, the DM brings in several guests for side stories and then also brings an audio drama feel with episode shorts between the main episodes. The flow of the podcast allows you to feel completely immersed in the narrative and you will not regret listening to the whole catalogue! Exclamation mark! Well, thanks, Dave. I do hope you're enjoying this wonderful tale as we're starting to get really into the weeds here. Well, we've lost uh, the eastern part of the world, so that's not great. Who knows what else we're going to lose before this war's over. <sighs> it is exhausting fighting in a war for years. Uh, how long has it been? Like 30 years? Oh my good, 30 years is a long time, travelers. Like most wars you hear about are like 5, 6 years, maybe 10, if you're stretching it. But 30 years? I mean, give it a break. I'll say one thing, those cultists sure are persistent. Alright, travelers, it looks like we have a, a small robot coming in here. They're wearing a straw hat. They have a... looks like a piece of grass taped to the face. Uh, hi, who are you? Hey! My name's SD3B3. I'm a traveling merchant. I'm just here to collect a few things, but I also picked up a side job with Battle Bards. Okay, so you got, alright, all Battle Bards in 10, alright, you know, we, we've got quite a few, we've got a few robots before, constructs and all that. Uh, alright, go ahead, do your spiel. Thanks! Head on over to BattleBards.com if you want pleasant sounds to wake you up in the morning, like a fighter ship in space exploding or the screams of the dead to help you snooze. Or maybe you just want some unsettling wind to make your breakfast a little more cheerful. Make sure you go on over to BattleBards.com for these wonderful effects. How was that? I mean, none of those are really cheerful. None of those are really like, 
yeah, it's alright. Um, yeah, no, you did good. You did good. Thank you. Hey, what are you doing with that mug? I've detected low traces of magic in this mug. I'm gonna take it now. I will sell it later. You can't just take my cup. That's my cup. Get back here. Uh, Alright, travelers. They ran out the door. There's no way I'm gonna catch them. The legs extended like ten feet into the air. That was my favorite mug, too. That stinks. Well, at least this episode should cheer us up. This one's quite the funny one. We're following along with our bad, our chosen of chaos, Ronnie O'Connell, as he's decided that he's going to make a slight detour and a change in plans. I present to you the Steve Memorial town of Guildspar. I'm Evan, and I'm playing Ronnie, the half-elf bard and chosen of chaos. decided to slip away from the party. As everything was starting to really amp up to 11, they're all trying to figure out how to get to MZ, what to do with Kelsar's map. Ronnie had other ideas. He had pretended to have a bit of a migraine, said that the rest of the party would leave him alone, so that he could do something a little different. Ronnie, as you're lying down on the bed, it's probably been 20 minutes since Bordon uh, left. You're probably originally going to get up right away after he left, but you kind of fell asleep. You snap awake as suddenly there is this crushing pressure. You feel yourself just being like smushed into the bed. You hear windows shattering, everybody's screaming, and you hear like the odd person say, like, look out into the sky. And, like, you're just laying in bed, and you can't get up. You take 15 points of damage. Okay. And, like, it, it hurts so much. Uh, is there anything you like to do? Wail in agony. Okay. Uh, as I take these 15 points of damage. Uh, and uh, I roll over, and I look at the clock. And what time is it? Let's say it's, like, around 5 o'clock. In the evening? Yeah. Too early. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, try, I try to get up real hard, and uh, yeah. you take another fifteen points of damage oh, no. as you're laying there. <laughs> so like it just starts. You feel the pressures increasing. See a lot of people are shrieking. Someone's saying, "Ronnie, get back here!" And you hear like sound of footsteps, and hmm. like somebody's running throughout the hall. You just look over to the doorway and you see another Ronnie. He looks a little scruffier. His hair hmm. isn't. Uh, as well groomed as yours, and he's got a little bit of stubble on him as he's wearing like these grubby clothes. He looks right at you in shock and horror, and he just starts running. Oh, wait, wait! And I scramble up, and I'm trying to. I assume I'm wearing pants. Yeah, make an athletics check. 
to try to get up. Because this pressure is still happening. We got a 6 plus 3. So you crawl out of bed and like you kind of just slam to the floor. You take one last bout of 15 points of damage as the pressure finally lets up. And you can breathe again. You're just kind of laying there and you see your, your suit jacket is over like hanging on a little coat rack. Just like run and grab my suit jacket, and I'm I chase after, after other Ronnie, and uh, can I see him still, or is he like, turning corners? Uh, make me a perception check as you're just like kind of heading out into the main and commons, the chosen area. Nineteen plus three, twenty-two. So you run from where the dorms are. You run throughout this hallway to the main commons. You see the other Ronnie is looking around, just freaked out. Albedo sort of floats by his large jellyfish-like body, uh, just like all pink and globby, starts floating over by him. These tentacles start reaching out, and he says, Greetings, Ronnie. And this goes, What the fuck? He just stumbles back, and he just falls on his ass. And then Albedo looks over at you. Ronnie, there are two of you. Well, um... I, it's hard to explain, and I'm not going to explain it to you. So, uh, other Ronnie here, if you could just come with me. Uh, who are you, man? Let's let's get out let's get out of the uh, the view of the square over here. <laughs> where do you drag him? Just like uh, I guess there's a few areas in this building. There's like where you were. It's like a dormitory. There was uh, like a little garden commons in the. The very center, where normally you have, like, portaled out. There's this library area you're in. Uh, I'll take it back to the dorm. Okay. So you go back to the dorm, uh, and he's just trying to make sense of it. And as you go in there, you see Quintos. You know, he's looking as he normally does. He's wearing a pale gray suit. Uh, he's completely bald. He has a few tattoos on his face, and there are also, like, six identical versions of him. And they're trying to make... Uh, one of those cheerleading pyramids. Okay. And it, it, there's just one of him, like, staring at them, like, nodding. And this other Ronnie looks at you. Where am I? Um, maybe it's best not to worry about that. Because uh, <laughs> you're not going to be here for very long. Uh, Listen, I'm, I just need money. I didn't mean to steal that purse. Uh, I can leave right now. Well... That's that's where I come in. See, have you ever thought about the future? No. Do you know what the Do you know what the future <laughs> is? Uh, well, I like to think that the future just involves me getting rich somehow. But uh... and that's where I come in. I'm you from the future. <laughs> Roll. Um, I guess deception. Oh yeah, twenty six. <laughs> I I don't think he can be here. <laughs> no. Really? Wow, I look good. A little leathery, but I look good. Well, uh, that, you know, it's a long story. The point is, look at look at how I'm dressed, look at all this stuff I got. This is going to be you. Uh, only problem is you are about to die in about three days. Uh, so here, here's what's going to happen. We need to get you back on the road back into the adventuring game where you're going to make all your fame and money and uh, then I can head back to the future and uh, I won't die in the future. Sound good? Uh, am I traveling with a bunch of squares? 
Uh, well, yes, but, but, uh, it just makes you look better in comparison. Uh, who are these people I have to travel with? Future me. Well, uh, there's a, uh, small dwarf guy, and, uh, oh yeah, there's a, there's a tiefling, and he's covered in a bunch of shiny metal, and then, uh, and there's a githyanki, and, um, He's kind of he's kind of scraggly looking, I guess. He's uh he's kind of lanky bastard. <laughs> and uh we got this dragonborn guy and his little pet uh his pet robot. Don't worry about hating robots. Uh you'll oh. get used to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is there a lot of robots in the future? Well, he came from my well, I guess he didn't come from my planet. No, but you're used to robots from where you're from, so yeah, uh, there. You know, there's a couple. Well, maybe you could change that because you had a robot uprising on your home world that you just completely <laughs> ignored. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so I hate robots. Uh, there's a dwarf guy. I don't know what a githyanki is. A dragonborn and a tiefling. Do I? Am I friends with any of them? Uh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure with the Gif Yankee. Okay. And uh, well, the Dragonborn guy, I, you're getting to know him, and the other two, you work with. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. They're just like work associates. They tr- they try and cramp your style, so you know maybe, th- yeah, yeah. Don't worry about them too much. Okay. Well, how do I? How do I do all the adventuring stuff? Is it, I thought adventuring's dangerous. It sounds kind of like a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, they do a lot of the heavy lifting. So, uh, what you're going to want to do is just kind of just kind of hang around in the background and then some t- Can I still steal? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And uh, I'm going to give you I got some stuff for you. One of them is a gun. Uh, oh, so you know, hopefully you can just kind of hang back, um, <laughs> and also you'll get this suit, you know. Wow, yeah, lots of cool stuff, right? Pretty good deal. It, well, this is a lot. Yeah. Like, what do I have to go adventuring though? Like, is it right away? If I don't go adventuring, do I die? Uh, yeah. If you don't go adventuring, uh, you'll be dead pretty soon. Uh, but before that even happens, you're just going to lose all your money. Oh, no. Uh, lots of, yeah, real bad stuff. Um, and, you know, you're, you're going to lose your vocal cords. It's all, it's going to be a real bad. So you probably want to get adventuring as soon as possible. Do I get into singing? I, hey, man, uh, you can, you can do what you want. I, I was, uh, I, I've been a lot of things, you know, I worked on a ship, I, uh, I think I was a kind of like a doctor for a bit there, but my patients all kept dying. I just had a stick, and you know, like it just didn't go well. And uh, yeah, I've, I've done a lot of things. I used to make uh, my own outfits too. Yeah, so let's get you suited up here. So, uh, well, first things first, you're getting a new tattoo. It's kind of required. Look at how cool this thing looks, though. Show show my tattoo or my my mark. Oh, it kind of moves. Is that is that holographic? Yeah. Well, you know, we're just going to get you the tattoo for now. Uh, you probably know how to make little illusions, though, don't you? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I am. Well, you know, I, I'm a spell thief. Like you remember that, right? Yeah. So same as when you were trying to get into all those bars and they wanted to see your little stamp, you just do the little illusion on there. Okay. And then once they're stopped looking, you can you can forget about that. All right. So just get a tattoo and do an illusion on it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, seems it seems really straightforward. Um, I'm a wanted felon. Is that okay? <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you remember that. Like, you, you remember what it was like. We didn't mean to kill that person. It was an accident. Uh, well, accident or they deserved it. It's it's hard to remember sometimes. Yeah, it, oh, it might have been both. I'm not sure. I was kind of drunk. So. Yeah, I don't remember which one was the alibi and which one was the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, uh, these squares that I have to travel with, um, do they die? Um, you know, to be honest, I was not paying attention uh, mm. enough to know the answer to that one. There's a lot of future stuff that I probably used to know, and then I uh, just took a nasty spill, and a lot of that stuff's gone. Uh, just like if you remember all of ages 6 through 11. You remember how all that stuff's gone? Yeah, I remember my... Well, you remember our parents, they just kind of tossed us to the wind so like there was that I don't know why it doesn't seem like water deep I just remember it was really popular at the time and they just kind of gave me the boot yeah well what are you gonna do <laughs> Ronnie that is your your memory too that is that is my memory yeah <laughs> it didn't seem like water deep though I don't know that's weird you know how it is though memory's weird yeah uh, I'm pretty sure no one else's works either <laughs> Just ask them who they've met along the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'll just, I'll just make stuff up. Um, oh fuck, I should probably get down their names. Uh, I can't write, but um, you just like tell me their <laughs> names. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got MZ, Ordon, uh-huh. right, Kalsar, and Draxir. Okay, yeah, I could probably figure out whose names who. Should be fine. Uh, yeah, they'll say they say their names a lot, so I think you'll be okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 pretty good with faces, I think. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I'm an adventurer. That's. So where are my adventuring companions? Uh, well, most of them are over in the Purple Mages Island. We're actually uh, we're actually short short MZ right now. Uh, we'll we'll find them again, but uh, just just kind of go along with it. Okay. And be real worried that he's gone. Right. I have to be very concerned. Uh, yeah. I will be incredibly concerned about MZ. Okay. He's the dwarf? Well, he's the one that's not there, so you can figure it out. Oh, he's the friend, right? Because that would be the only reason that I would care. He's the, he's the friend. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I, I can remember that. Okay. All right. Uh, I stole this cup from your uh, your desk. I guess it's my desk, so I'm allowed to have this cup, right? It says world's best dad? Uh, that's not mine. Huh. Huh. Do we have kids? I don't remember any kids, do you? I, well, some people like to say. <laughs> <laughs> you never know if they're just trying to get money. So. I think it's going to be really funny when she comes back and he just straight up doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
All these guys are gonna get super fucking confused when they're like, what's going on with Ronnie? Because this is gonna be, you're basically telling this Ronnie he's an adventurer, he yeah. really cares about MZ, so he's gonna act it out. I'm telling him fucking nothing. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna know yeah, nothing that's going on, <laughs> and every time they bring up something, he's gonna, like, just try to bullshit it off. It's the plan, yeah. He's not gonna want to fight. It's like the world's longest game of werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> he's also going, because you're naturally protected from being frightened by these monsters, so when he sees these <laughs> monsters, he's gonna be fucking terrified, like, what the fuck is that? And just, like, run. <laughs> yep. Oh man, when they come and find you, they're gonna be so mad. <laughs> I, if they, if you end up needing a way for them to find him, I want it to be like flyer, flyers for his new show. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. It looks like the suit fits. I mean, it's a little, <laughs> a little big in the stomach, but I mean, that's all right. I, uh, I often am starving. <laughs> Just a pickpocket. It's cool to be rich, though. Can I have any money? Let's see what I got here. Um, I have like ten gold. Yeah, yeah, I could probably do that. Uh, and I and I uh, pull out one gold coin. And <laughs> and I, all right, roll a sleight of hand. All right, I get twenty-eight. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go to this purple mage's island or something and just look for them. Uh, it shouldn't be hard to find a bunch of weirdos standing around. Yeah, you just go down to the docks and grab a boat. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm being generous, and I, I throw him an extra gold. Just in case he needs... Yeah, it doesn't yeah. even look at the money. He just pockets it. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, sweet, because he's gonna trust his future self. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So he uh, <laughs> he waves goodbye to you. And he leaves, and you turn around, and you're kind of startled a bit as you see there's like eight Quintoses just staring at you. They're like 30 centimeters away or so. Can you clone yourself too, Ronnie? Uh, just the once. Uh, it it uh, took half my life to do, and uh, I guess I could do it again. I'm not going to do it again, though. I think I'm good. You can never trust them. And he just reaches for these clones and starts ripping them into his body. And it's horrific because they're like merging slowly and like trying to crawl away and stuff. He's like absorbing them and screaming. And then it's just him standing there and he's panting and a little bit sweat coming down. Never trust them because they always think they're the real one. I'm the real one. Oh. You are? Yes. Well, that's not what you told me yesterday. <laughs> he goes over to where his bed is and it, it's written like all over his wall as I'm not Gary and uh, he takes this axe from underneath his bed I'll be back <laughs> he just walks out and so now you're just uh, kind of hanging out in these dorms by yourself cool um, well gotta get real far away and I don't remember most of the names of the places we went to I do know one Gelspar so, how do I get back there? You have your horse Atreyu. Not Atreyu. Fucking sakes, what's his name? You should have just called it Atreyu. I should have. <laughs> I call it that every single... Artax, yeah. that's it. Artax. As long as you avoid the swamp. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> That's how cloned Ronnie dies. We go in the swamp. <laughs> He's gonna die so many times. He's gonna have like twenty hit points. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. It's gonna be great. How many times Bordons are gonna bring him back when they try to figure that out? <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe I'll just take the horse. How far of a horse ride is it? So you know, you, well, you went originally on foot, and it took you maybe like five or six days. So if you're on a horse, okay, so it would like probably two days. It's not even two. yeah, it would cut it down considerably. And this is a magical horse, so it doesn't tire. So you don't need to really worry about that. Oh, so probably like one day even. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're horrible at riding horses. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> do an animal handling. Yeah, let's let's do that. Because you're going to be... Are you grabbing any supplies before you leave? or? What would I need from here? Maybe some costume kits. And... Mm-hmm. Like just the stuff in like an adventure pack. Like rope and, rope and bed rolls and stuff. The, the headquarters will supply you with like basic stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think I need anything else. So, while you're riding on your way to Geldspar, you're thinking up just the, the great entrepreneur experience you're going to be having. And you have to make camp for one of these days. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of sucks, because usually you let MZ do all this stuff, all this hard work. <laughs> right, yeah. So why don't you go ahead and uh, make me a survival check? Plus five, 19. Alright, so you got a fire going, and like it's not that bad. You managed to find a bit of a clearing. You kind of remember this trek. It's been like two, three months since you've wandered down this road, so it's not like it's fresh in your memory, but you you got a general gist of it. While you're uh, sitting here, thinking up like all the, the grand stuff you can do, roll me just a charisma roll. So 22. So you're sitting there thinking about this stuff and like just the amazing things you can do ever since you saw that other Ronnie and you're really close to him you've been feeling a little weird like you you keep feeling like you're something's on the tip of your tongue like something lurking there in the back of your mind and you're sort of looking into the fire you're just poking at it while you're you're sitting there and suddenly you remember looking out of this glass window you are on like the hundredth floor of this ridiculous building as you're looking out there you're in a suit you look damn good your hair slicked back you have a cigar in between your lips as you look down at this city this city that's yours you remember the times when you were the greatest (laughs) entrepreneur of this city Uh you gaze out you see there's a scar across your eye there's a bunch of armed goons in the back uh, as you see the reflection of this window and this man is sitting in a chair going, I swear, Ronnie, I swear, Ronnie, I didn't betray you. As you pick up that pistol, that pistol that you're familiar with, that magical gun, and it transforms into this more uh, modern day handgun. And you just shrug your shoulders and pull the trigger. <laughs> and you kind of like snap out of it, but you know exactly how to handle the logistics of a large-scale organization. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) It just clicks in your mind. You're like, the fuck was that? (laughs) You still can't read or write. Still can't read or write. But you know the general gist of everything you need to do as if you owned pretty much an entire city. Sweet. All right. First step. 
What are, what are we doing? For some reason, I want to kill Batman's parents. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, you're feeling like, oh, I use a scar here, maybe. <laughs> Try to be intimidating. <laughs> so you make it over to Geld's bar the next day, and it's like not even lunchtime. You see, they've cleared out all the debris from what Geld's bar once was. There is a newly formed inn that's standing there. It doesn't look like the sign's been made yet, but you can see there's a few patrons that are at it. There's a few other stores that look like they've been kind of put back together because this was a very popular stop for merchants while they were on the way to Sanctuary. So naturally, it just kind of sprung back up again. There's still not really any houses or anything like that. But you see there's a lot of workers out there. They're looking at plans as like they're they're looking at like a blueprint talking about where they need to put things you see there's a foreman who's yelling at people that's what foremans do i think and you see (laughs) there is this this young noble who's wandering around just yelling orders at people sometimes that you can hear he's just like move that crate over there they're like why he's like do it now i'm rich (laughs) and he just starts throwing money at them you realize that's the competition. Uh, alright. Well, if I ever want this to be my town again, uh, that guy has got to get out of here. <laughs> or come work for me. Yeah. Figure this out. So I walk up, up to that to, to that noble. Hey, uh, what you doing? Who are you? Do you have money? How, how do you think you could just talk to me, peasant of Geldspar? <laughs> Do I have money? And I, uh, I assume I have some kind of bag on me, huh? Yeah, you, you'd probably have like a few like little. They have like little trade bars that are like the size of your finger, and you have a lot of money, so that you probably have like this bag full of them. Oh, okay. I mean, I even if I have like a big sack, I'm I'm just going to to have that sack. Minor illusion inside that sack. It looks like it's full of rupees, of rubies and gems. Shit, you're rich. <laughs> What's your name, friend? I'm I'm Ronnie, and uh, you know, uh, back before I gave it up, I was uh, gonna come and run things in this town. I had to step away for a bit, but I'm back now, back to run stuff. So if you want to come and work for me, you can. Otherwise, I'm gonna need you to actually just get out of town. Well, I'm D'Artagnan Gold, and I have more money than you, I'd like to think. I bought Geldspar for 300 gold. I'm not giving it up. Okay, um... My dad will sue your ass. Mmm... Okay, well, he can try. My dad's the judge, uh, so I can probably get away with it. Will a deception? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I got a three plus. Oh. Uh, with my deception. And 13. Your dad's not the judge. My brother's the judge, and he paid for his position <laughs> fair and square. Yeah. And he killed the prior judge. I mean, the prior judge passed away peacefully. I'm a gold, damn it, and I'm not just gonna roll over, Mr. Ronnie. Okay, okay, okay. Um... Well, how much would you want to get out of town? Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. How much am I willing to take for this investment, this gem, this perfect spot of land? Let's see how smart 
pieces. It'll take nothing short of 500 gold pieces. 500? Ow. Or my my muscle will break you in. Mmm. Where is he? And you see there's like this older man. And when I say older, I mean like probably late 60s, early 70s. Okay. The armor looks a little heavy for him. He seems kind of tired. He's sitting down. He's got a sword like resting up against the the wall of this new tavern. He looks over. When you hear muscle, he like kind of just looks over really tired over at D'Artagnan and then just like <sighs> like gets himself up and walks on over. Alright, well, uh, you're gonna need someone to write up a contract and someone to witness it. I need to, I'm gonna go and look around for someone who can read and write. Uh, there's an assortment of people around here. You see there's a lot of workers. Like, there's this, uh, this, this drow man. He's just, like, hammering away. Uh, he just looks over at you, like, while you're looking at him. Mm-hmm. Can, can I help you? Yes, actually, you can. I need you to write up a, a short little contract for me and then be a witness. And uh, if you do that, I'll, uh, I'll sing you a little song. That sounds like kind of shit pay. Well, how about I sing you the song first? All right, let's hear it. All right, and I do enthralling performance. <laughs> how many people does that affect? Up to six. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who are you all <laughs> aiming for? Uh, the... Just like six of the workers, or no? Uh, that guy, the drow guy, the uh, rich guy, is his uh, buddy there, and then uh, yeah, three of the other workers. They have to make a DC eighteen. Okay, so everyone fails. <laughs> they all are just. That was amazing! It was so good! Oh my, I'll, I'll write up this contract right now! All right. And just like, <laughs> everyone's scribbling down, and you see D'Artagnan going, can I, can I get your autograph? Uh, you know what? Yeah, you can. Uh, but I'm also gonna need, you know what? I need yours too. Uh, but give, give me one second here. You tell the guy to write up the contract, and I'm gonna buy Gail's Bar for him, uh, for 10 copper. Okay, are you are you death noting this? Like, there's a little spot for him to sign over another piece of paper. I mean, he he's just gonna do whatever I say, right? He's charmed. Yeah, he's a super fan right now, so he's he's a super fan right now. Uh, and also, I'm just gonna assume that I'm just gonna fold it over, fold the backside over, so it's just a piece of paper. Okay. Uh, say that, and uh, he is in, and uh, just a little addendum on there that he is never allowed back in Gelsbar. Oh my, yeah, I can sign this for sure. Just make sure you give me an autograph with your, like just on another piece of paper. Yeah, I'm, uh, sign this one as well. And, uh, oh. we'll yes, just, I'll cool. get you to sign this other piece of this duplicate one. Uh, and oh, then man. a third one. Uh, oh, there's so I'll, many. I'll do the same. And this one's yours to keep, and it's got both of ours. And that shows that I am also a fan of you, you know? And, uh, <laughs> you just keep that. Uh, witness, witness. There's at least four witnesses here. I think we're good. And uh, you have uh, 24 hours to leave. 24 hours? What? But I wanted to hear some more music. Oh, okay. Well, then in 24 hours you can leave. Okay. I guess. Damn. That's okay. Yeah, I'll listen to some more music if you're going to jam. So, y- looking at the deed, you had this written up, and it- it's not. 
a great deed. Like, it's pretty much written up like, Ronnie owns Guild's Bar. Yeah. You're not allowed back in. <laughs> yeah. This costs 10, <laughs> 10 copper. Yeah. <laughs> then D'Artagnan signs it, triplicate. So you you currently like he he doesn't realize what he just did. He's mm-hmm. he's too enamored with you. He's in your presence. He's squealing at like everything you do. Like you kind of like stumble over something. He's like, oh, classic Ronnie, that was amazing. <laughs> so you have about an hour before D'Artagnan's uh, thrall is going to wear off, as well as the other five. How long, how long does a short rest take? Six? An hour? One hour? Yeah. Seriously? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you just going to keep short resting and keeping him there? Controlling performance can be cast after a short rest. <laughs> Damn. So I could theoretically just keep someone enthralled forever. Well, like, uh, does it say how long it takes? Or do you just do it? Uh, perform for one minute. So I guess for one minute of every hour. So there'd be one minute where they're, they're <laughs> every like, hour. you son of a bitch! <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's just like a normal marriage. So I think we're going to go get married <laughs> through well, you're gonna get performances <laughs> forever. Uh, I mean, Ronnie has no. a 22 charisma. Like that, because yeah. if you think about it, uh, having a 20 in a stat is basically like you're an Olympian level. Yeah, exactly. Like, like a super genius or like a, just someone like beyond human limitation. And so your words influence people just naturally whenever you're talking. And that's why often your charm person and everything are so effective because you're just, you have basically like the same beauty that like the fairy folk have. <laughs> With <laughs> my leathery skin. <laughs> yeah, leathery wrinkled <laughs> skin. and But it's just like something about that something goddamn about voice. That. People just yeah. flood. Uh, okay, so what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to take over that uh, foreman spot, and now I'm yelling. Hey, you, great, <laughs> that way. <laughs> People are doing it. Like, just, everybody's like, oh, he's the new boss. Eventually, D'Artagnan uh, <laughs> kind of clues in. He's like, wait, what the shit? And people are hauling him off, going like, hey, he's the new boss, he signed it, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And he's screaming about how daddy is going to come after you, the golds never forget. Uh, and his muscle is just kind of walking alongside of him while he's being dragged off. Like, he just doesn't really want to deal with it. Uh, well, we'll deal with that later. Uh. You see, um, this little goblin comes up to you, and uh, it's just, like, looking over a sheet. Um, alright, uh, I guess you're the mayor, then? Uh, that's me, yep, Mayor Ronnie. Uh, we need a few things done here. What do you want to call the general store and the inn? <laughs> I got it to do it. Uh, <laughs> inn's going to be Ronnie's Inn. And uh, general right. store is going to be Ronnie's general store. Uh, <laughs> okay, I've, I've been noticing a theme. <laughs> yeah. You're still good with Geldspar, I take it? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm still good with Geldspar. But it's going to actually be renamed to the Steve Memorial of Steve. <laughs> no, wait. What is it? Uh, Steve Memorial Town of Geldspar. Steve Memorial Town of Geldspar. All right. Steve was that farmer guy, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he was. Lost the old, it all in a bet. Yeah, he was the old uh, mayor. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> He's just I writing this forgot. I don't know. Uh, here's your mayor sash. Uh-huh. Uh, mayors have these. <laughs> over you see like uh some orcs are bringing in like a bunch of uh more crates of supplies and stuff and 
like uh, these humans like run on over to help and start moving things. So we're building some houses. We got the mayor's house being built. Uh, the last that last guy, that weird foppish one, D'Artagnan, he wanted us to build the mayor house. Anything else that you want constructed like right away? Uh, well, I think the uh, tavern there, the stage is gonna need to get bigger, and we're gonna need a bigger sign. Uh, bigger stage, bigger sign. Yeah, a big fountain, big fountain in front. So the other mayor was kind of a dick. He didn't want to let the goblin tribe move in. Are you okay with that? The one that used to live right near here. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's probably sweet because that's my my home. That's my family. So yeah, I think that's okay. <laughs> Won't make you commute every day. Ah, it's the worst. All right, so goblins can move in. Uh, I mean, this this town was always pretty pretty open aside to goblins because that last mayor was a douche. So, all right, there we go. All right, so, uh, you know, I think we I think we really got some here. I think uh, this place is gonna be bustling. We got a lot of people coming in, a lot of supplies. Uh, we're gonna really build this up. What are the main things you want to focus on with Geldspar? Well, we're going back to tourism. I know before. Hmm. I don't know what we did. <laughs> I came here once before, and it was not very interesting. Farming and mining. Uh, they wanted to set up a mining thing in the old goblin caves, but if the goblins are moving into the town, we could probably set up a mining thing there now. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Good. And uh, do that. Farming, I, I don't really like farming. It's very dirty. It's boring. It's, it's also very boring. <laughs> And despite needing all that food, I think we'll be better off with tourism. <laughs> what are what are our main points of tourism, sir? There's looks around at like these empty plains that are just like farming fields, and there's like a small forest that's nearby. Well, you want to like make some stuff up, I guess. Like maybe we could say the forest is haunted. We could do that. I was more thinking like goblin chorus line, but uh, haunted forest that could work. We we gotta have like goblin performances, all right? Well, there, I'm gonna need someone to go off and go on in front of me. You need like bandmates. Bandmates, just opening acts in general. Oh, we want like a music town. <laughs> a music town, yeah. <laughs> all right, that seems like a thing. <laughs> Heavily focus on music and mining, because mining, it's always a very reliable thing to just really boost up the town, and it'll always be there <laughs> so we'll, we'll invest a lot into that and entertainment yeah. do you want any statues not yet uh, but I will do that later I do have some concerns that because we're now a big tourism town that this mining of potash is probably isn't the best choice <laughs> potash <laughs> do you know what potash is mm, no I don't believe do they not have... Oh, maybe that's not close enough to Dauphin, I guess. Where's Saskatchewan? It smells like rotten eggs. So... Oh, fuck. So, like, all near potash mines just reeks of rotten eggs. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, we'll say it's potash. All right, no one's gonna... It's got know high me. levels of potassium. Yeah. No one's gonna know what it is, but... <laughs> all right, uh, the, yeah, well, the potash mines, you don't you don't want to focus on mining? Seems like a good, good money that'll... It's very sustainable. Well, okay, fine, we'll do it. Uh, but uh, if anyone asks what the smell is, well, we'll just have to make something up. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we got a potash uh, entertainment. 
I think, I think good things are gonna happen here at uh, happen here at Geldspar. Uh, is there anything we should be worried about? I don't think our ta the last town uh, got destroyed by monsters. Do we we want to try to as some kind of security? Well, probably won't happen again. Yeah. Well, what's the, it's like lightning. It's not gonna strike twice. That's yeah. That's what they say. Yeah, monsters are like lightning. <laughs> well, we already got all the goblins here, so if someone says. Uh, <laughs> if some monsters try and come, we just tell them we already got some. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of goblins and orcs. That... I heard there's some ogres that live not too far. We can invite them to live here, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, the humans and the elves and stuff, they just got to get used to it. It's like, come on, it's 1386. Like, get used to it. It's it's the times. It's going to be a really diverse <laughs> town. <laughs> because you, instead of dealing with the monsters, you're just inviting <laughs> the monsters. <laughs> All right, I, I, I don't see any issue uh, happening here, and uh, honestly, I think our, our biggest concern is food. But <laughs> we can we can figure that out. Uh, I am your uh, your secretary, if you haven't noticed. Oh, what is your secretary's name? Laverne. Uh, she looks up at you. Uh, I'm your secretary, Laverne. Okay. So, yeah. Um, uh, I, I wear a lot of hats here. I'm a project manager. I. Uh, you know, I I, uh, I'm, I have a bowling league. Uh, well, I did before Geldspire was blown up. So we're gonna we're gonna look at that again. Mm. Uh, oh, well, I think this is gonna all work out just fine. Hey, I can't see anything going wrong with this at all. Me neither. We look forward to your leadership. <laughs> <laughs> I have vague ideas of what needs to be done. <laughs> So we go just a few few days later. Work is considerably faster after the, a lot of the goblins have now moved in. They're looking at setting up operations. You've had a few uh, different merchant families actually come by, and because you had to set up deals with the coal mining facility or with the potash plant, and you don't know how, but like you know all the right things to say. Those sweet sweet words to get the deal in your favor or sometimes just to threaten them because you now have a few different ogres living in town who are under your employment and so you you know you, you know the right way to basically run your mob town <laughs> <laughs> and everyone absolutely loves your music uh, mainly because they've had no entertainment for so long uh, so any entertainment has just been the greatest is there anything that Ronnie would want to do while he's running this town mm, not really i feel like it's just strictly running that town so he can perform every night and then not actually <laughs> work perfect yeah laverne does a lot of work but you know you believe in equal pay and stuff like that mainly because you don't want to deal with it so <laughs> you just you know you pay people well and uh due to the fact that you've brought in this whole mining facility you're like getting this entertainment district boosted up you're actually inviting a lot of the different creatures in the area some fair showing up like there, there's a lot of normal things that people would never let into their town you have basically opened up the doors and said come on in <laughs> the steve memorial of geldspar <laughs> is open 
and it, it's actually working out really well. Nobody thought that a, a crackpot plan like this would work, but when your mayor has a 22 charisma, everyone just seems <laughs> to listen. And we go back to the other Ronnie. You're just starting to walk up the, the steep stone steps of the Purple Mage's Island. And you're looking around. There's this really large tower with a soft purple glow. Your suit, you know, you're kind of getting used to it. He's never really worn a suit much before. This gun's kind of weird. You're fiddling with it. And suddenly there's a loud pop. And out stumbles a tiefling, a dwarf with golden arms, and a dragonborn with his mechanical pet. Oh my goodness, Charles. They're never gonna know. They're never gonna... He's gonna dupe them for so long. They're gonna be traveling around with this rando. They're not even gonna know. They're gonna have no powers. It's just gonna be... It's some pickpocket from Waterdeep. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for the big reveal, travelers. Well, thank you all for joining us today, travelers, for this this fantastic tale of Ronnie O'Connell and the the Geldspar 2.0, I guess. If you are wanting more ballad goodness, you're really just craving some more good ballad stories, then we have a show called Rise of Nyarthotep that airs every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. CST. It's in a... on the Twitch? Yes, the... Ballad of the Seven Dice Twitch channel is what it says here. Uh, As well as we have another show here, The Lost Tower of Ambrosia. This one airs every second Monday on the Twitch. And this this tale is where uh, heroes go every five years to enter and brave the Lost Tower of Ambrosia to try to gain immortality, but almost all are met with certain doom and horrific monsters and traps and the like. So if you like that kind of thing of watching heroes basically uh, jump to their doom because they want to try to get a sweet prize, then you should check that out uh, every second Monday, 7 p.m., starting on... August 2nd. Woo, travelers. Oh, there's one other thing I meant to mention. If you want to wear some super sweet Ballad of the Seven Dice articles of clothing, you can hop on over to our store at Ballad of the Seven Dice slash store. And we'll have some links there that lead you to all sorts of fantastic uh, designs there. There's uh, a few Death Shift. There's uh, one for me wearing a gimbal, famous name, Bad. Uh, about the seven dice logo all sorts of good ones so definitely give that a look all right travelers i'm quite pooped i hope to see you all soon and i am off to buy a brand new mug i like that old one all right travelers i bid you all adieu there is a chaos that lurks deep within the far realms It has many faces and many names, but one rings out, true above the rest. Nyarlathotep. True chaos seeks to overwhelm the world of Lochrelta, and our heroes have unwittingly set themselves on a crash collision course with destiny itself, 
by being the one cog that does not fit into the crawling chaos's plans. Join us on Twitch at Ballad of the Seven Dice at 6.30pm Central Time every Tuesday as our brave adventurers learn the disturbing truth of chaos. And remember, dear travelers, they are always watching.